Alright, hello everyone. Um, today we're going to be talking about phonics. Um, we're doing this for our introduction to phonics class here at Shawnee State University. Um, my name is Kaylin Blizzard. I'm going to be kind of the moderator, like discussion runner today, and then I'm just going to let everyone go around and introduce themselves before we get right into it. I'm Tanner Miller. I'm Erin Newman. I'm Rachel Parker. Okay, so this year we've discussed a lot of interesting things um, in this course, and I just want to start the discussion off about asking everybody about the great debate and, you know, where do they kind of stand on that? Uh, the great debate for me was something that I learned a lot about. It was something that uh, I think I kind of leaned towards the phonetic strategy over the uh, whole language just because of the ability to break down new words and give students tools to use when facing new words. Um, I kind of didn't have a certain side that I fell with. I thought both of them seemed important when we went over it in class. I had pros and cons for each, so it was kind of hard to kind of see which one would be better than the other and that like, you kind of have to have a mixture of both for it to really be like good for the students to learn. So based on my experience from class, originally I was siding with the phonics side of the debate, but after hearing everyone kind of talk and like discuss their side from both points, um, I started leaning towards the whole language approach, um, partially because I think that it's meaningful and I'm able to relate to this type of work better. Yeah, I was definitely with Aaron there. I felt that, I know that when I was a kid, I learned the phonics side of things, but I definitely, after this semester, have really fallen that you need, like, a healthy balance between the two. Um, and then, because you guys talked about that, what do you guys think are some of the pros and cons and why you guys chose that side? Um, I know something for me, some of the cons of the whole language part um, really made me not want to lean towards it. And some of it were just, like, Teaching to read this way leads to difficulty in spelling, and where children aren't able to spell as easy, I would rather children be able to spell right off the bat rather than read immediately. So I think that spelling is a foundation block in that, uh, in that sense. One of the cons that I had for whole language was decreased accuracy in reading. So I felt like that sort of thing kind of just shows how you kind of need a balance because phonics is going to have that accuracy that whole language doesn't. So if students have sides from both, then they're going to have the better ability to read. Okay, so and then like for me, I was definitely like, they're both beneficial. Like some of the pros for both were like, you're allowed to be creative in that whole language strategy. You know, they get that comprehension piece. But then when you have your phonics side, they really get that spelling. You can sound out unfamiliar words, which you don't get from the whole language approach. Um, and then I feel like you really need the phonemic, like the phonic side of it, because there's not a lot of structure in the whole language. Um, and going on that, for the two of you that really chose the, you know, phonic side of it, why do you like think the it's important to develop that phonemic awareness in children? Uh, phonemic awareness is important in children because the it's literally the like building blocks of literacy you know like it's based off of sound children being able to hear and then relate that sound with words or letters is something that teaching that is going to help students tremendously in the future and then uh i really didn't have anything else on that Erin, do you want to um, I had that students become aware of how sounds work in words, so they understand that words are made up of speech sounds or phonemes. So once they kind of understand how words are made and why they sound the way that they do, it makes it easier for them to read, and then like the easier it is for them to read, the easier it is for them to write like bigger passages and that sort of thing, and it kind of just helps them like throughout the years. 
Um, I said that phonemic awareness uh, in children would be of importance because they have to understand like the letter sound relationships before they're able to progress and do things like reading or writing or even spelling. Yeah, like for sure sound comes before reading. So like if you want those students to understand that, like how to spell the words, you have to be able to teach them the skills to work through the sounds. Um, they have those four foundations that are really important for learning to, <clears throat> for learning to decode those um, words that they're reading. And then, you know, they as they decode and as they grow, what are like what are some of their like important like pros and cons for like interactive writing and why is it important that they develop their writing, you know? Um, interactive writing for me is something that I love to do with the children. Um, interactive writing is kinda like writing aloud or writing as a, an entire group and it's something that just guides the students on what to write and even gives them more ideas to build upon it's kind of like a uh it's it, it helps with writer's block and with young children because sometimes they don't really understand what to write about as soon as they put pencil on the paper but uh once teachers help them with interactive writing uh they'll be able to just write a lot more and more fluently um, I put um, something like that too. You mentioned writer's block. So I thought that that was something that was good for interactive writing is that the teacher kind of guides it. So even if the students don't have some ideas, the teacher always has ideas that they can help them with. And then kind of a con that I thought is usually when it's in a bigger group, sometimes certain students don't really have the opportunity to kind of insert how they feel, like what should come next, that sort of thing. If they're not a person that kind of speaks up in class or raises their hand, then they're going to kind of be overlooked and not get their say in like what the teacher should write. I definitely can see the benefits in having students participate in interactive writing sessions because it teaches students things like new concepts, it also uh, stimulates their oral language vocabulary learning, and it allows them to engage in social relationships to um, learn more about their peers and their teachers. Yeah, interactive as a whole is just kind of, it's an interactive part, you get to pull the children in, so you kind of lead the discussion there, so like as teachers I think it's really key, especially even if we not we don't become like reading like specialists like that's not our thing if you do the science or the math side of it interactive writing can be a part of any of the instruction that you do like you really get those kids to reach out and like you motivate them to take control of their own learning and so like and then it has benefits like it improves the spelling and helps the students make connections so you really just get all those good things from something as simple as just creating a group or working one on one with a student um <clears throat> next i just think it's like after all that we've talked about that you know, think about those specific orthographic tools. Like, interactive writing is a big one, but, like, what else do you think you guys want to use in your guys' classrooms that is going to help develop your students' skills, especially orthographically? Um, I just think that talking about words and writing them down, manipulating them, figuring them out, uh, could create, in turn, uh, the students could hear the words that we talked about and then are able to then write it down on their own and understand the meaning and also other words that have the same prefix or maybe the same suffix because off of that then they can understand words. I think that word sorts are very key in the classroom just because there's so many different like types that you can use so it's really easy to find one that goes for each um, like each thing that you want to be going over because it can be writing you can make them write the words they can be blind sorts so they don't have to know how to spell the word they just know how to say it so then they see just kind of the sound part of it and not the sight part but then all different types of word sorts if they see the word they kind of can connect the different patterns into it to see um, how they correlate and go along with each other 
Um, I think it would be beneficial for students to engage in a word study program and do activities like Aaron had mentioned, like word sorting. Um, it's been proven that uh, these help students to organize what they know about words and to help them form generalizations that they can then apply to new words that are encountered. Yeah, so like those things, I heard Aaron say something about the blind sort. Like there's so many different things you can do with sorts, like the concept sorts, and then you've got those three like main ones that follow a sound and pattern and meaning, which are also like the stages of their development. So like, do you guys have a favorite sort that you like seen in our like discussions that you really think you want to use in your in your future classroom? Like if you have you thought about it? I personally like the speed sorts because I think it kind of creates kind of like a competitive feel in the classroom and students really like engaging in like games. Um, so that's what I would personally do. Um, I think that the word hunt sorts are really cool because the students have to take um, their readings or other things in the classroom to try and find those words. So not only are they reading the words that will go along with the patterns in the word sort, but they're also reading other words. So they're learning more than they think that they're learning. So it's really beneficial to them. Uh, in my opinion, I really like the buddy sorts just because I like group work because in my opinion, I think I learn a lot from my peers. I learn just as much from my peers as I do from the teacher itself. So I like those sorts. Yeah, I was, I chose with Rachel, like I like the speed sorts. I actually did like the discussion over that one in class and they're, they're they put that competitive field in, but they don't like, you don't want to. Put your students against each other so like they make them compete with themselves so they have to set goals and then along with that like the brainstorming is really really cool idea like it just gets students involved with each other so they're not so much of you know teacher explicit instruction um like that's just part of that active exploration so like they get to they get to be a part of their learning which helps them you know engage more and learn more um and then since we've all talked about what we like and what we haven't liked, you know, you guys, we, I think we all talked about before this that we were early childhood majors, you know, most of us are staying below grade three. So what, you know, with your content or grade level that you want to, you know, study, what do you think, what stage do you think that those kids that you're most involved in are in? Um, the students that I'm working with primarily are coming from, either coming from the emergent stage or still in the emergent stage. And because most of the time I'm dealing with preschoolers or even first, second graders. Um, so, you know, de developing letter knowledge, playful markings in the emergent stage is normally what I'm going to see out of preschoolers. But with letter name alphabetics, sometimes, you know, just as they obviously as they get older, they're going to move up the, you know, the stages. So I figure for the most part, I'm probably going to be working with emergent stage students, maybe letter name alphabetic. I think I'm also going to be working with the emergent stage. I personally want to teach preschool, so I feel like most of the students will be in that stage and maybe kind of working out of it as um, the year goes on, but for the most part, they'll stick into that stage. I just think it's really interesting, like the pretending to read or the scribbling letters and numbers. They really like, they get the concept of how like reading and writing works, but they really want to try and do it on their own, but they don't quite know how. So I just think it's really interesting that you really get to teach them to read instead of just like the pretending to read or the pretending to write? Um, I personally think that most of my students will be in the emergent stage because I would love to teach uh, kindergarten. So students in this stage are usually in the pre-alphabetic stage. They don't know how to read, write, or anything like that. They're gradually acquiring a sense of directionality and they frequently engage in memory reading. 
Um, just like everybody else, I really like the first second grade setting. And I've seen first graders be in the like early within word pattern, but then second grade really hits really hard. That's just like a really creative stage for me. Um, like they they know how to automatically spell words, and they like they write with greater speed and with less like conscious attention. So they're really starting to develop those writing skills that we like to see as teachers. Like, um, and then you know like with spelling, they have most of their long vowel patterns pretty much figured out and then you they use but confuse so that's what's really important to like be clear and like direct in your instruction and like to really clear up if they have any confusion um you know like phonemic awareness is well developed so like they can isolate those vowel sounds and then like they know their consonants or blends and diagraphs so like you can really work with them on an individual level like having them like creatively like draw a picture and write a passage that goes with that like you They've got that really interesting, you know, <clears throat> feel. Yeah, <laughs> that was the word I was looking for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I got you. So, after all that we've talked about, like this semester, and like we've talked about what our grade level of choice would be, like, do you have anything to add? Like, what you think you would like to see, even though that wasn't what you were interested in the beginning? Like, have you learned anything new? Anything new as in, like, just information, like, from the class? Yeah, like, something you didn't know before, and then after we've left this class. I can, one thing that, and I did, I I mentioned it in my reflection, too, because I actually thought it was kind of cool, but um, one thing that I'll walk away from this class with is the ability to have all of these lessons in the back of my mind and activities in the back of my mind from each of the developmental stages. I think that's something that's, not really like uh it's just kind of flying under the radar there um in the class like you're going to move on from this class but you're still going to keep those uh, thoughts and memories of those lessons and activities in the back of your head and then you'll be able to think back whenever you actually have a job uh you'll be able to think back and you know think of those activities or those lessons and be able to do those with children I definitely agree with Tanner I feel like we learned a lot of different activities and things that we can use in our classroom or even just like examples in the textbook. So it's something that like we can continue to use once we become educators. But something that I thought that was really interesting was the spelling inventory assignment. That wasn't something I'd ever kind of heard of. So I was kind of confused when we first got it. But I think that's a really neat idea to kind of like break down the different parts of speech and the different parts of words. So that way you can really see um, where students are struggling and where they need the most help. So then you can break them into the certain groups that um, they need to be in so they can like just target those certain things to help them move on and like be better spellers and readers. Um, The biggest thing for me that I will take away from this class is like all of the terminology and the techniques we've learned and how to apply them in the field has definitely been a huge learning experience for myself. Yeah, I definitely hit on that, like, especially in our reflections, like, talking about uh, coming into this class, like, I knew what phonics was. I've always loved to read. I've really been really interested in it, um, but, like, I never thought about why I knew A-E-I-O and you were our vowels. Right. I never thought about how I knew how to make that sound that's W, like, so really, like, reflecting back on it, you really see how, like, classes like this are beneficial to the future educators because Absolutely. we get instruction on how to teach the kids. And, like, I really, I'm a fan of the words their way mm-hmm. that, we, that we've used throughout this semester. Um, I just think it's that really individualized approach to each of their students, which is really key, especially for someone like me that's going into special ed, you know, that right. it's important. Yeah, I mean, I'm going into special education, too, so, I mean, that's also, it's a great point, Kaylin. I mean, uh, just the ability to walk away with 
way more ideas than you came into with is you if you can do that everywhere you go then you're becoming a better educator whether you know it or not Okay, so I feel like we pretty much summed up everything, our thoughts and opinions on that. Um, it's been a pretty good podcast. I, If anybody's got anything else to add, if not, um, that concludes this podcast. I hope that everyone enjoys the rest of their summer, and thanks for this phonics instruction. <laughs>